Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to I'm Up with Anthony Santino, episode three. It is Sunday evening. Um, I just recorded my conversation with Hamza Chowdhury. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, he is a Pakistani-American comedian from Oklahoma, now based in New York City. Lives in my neighborhood, actually. Um, we had a lot of fun, and uh, we covered a lot of ground. We talked about the Hasan Minhaj controversy. Um, dove into that near the end of the podcast. Uh, just had some good inside baseball talk about comedy. Got into mental health a little bit, and um, you know, I've actually been feeling pretty good this weekend. I uh, I did a birthday roast of uh, my friend Tiger Gao last night. I uh, got to hang out with a bunch of my contemporaries in the New York comedy community. And uh, it was just a great time overall. Um, you know, I'm keeping these intros more brief these days. But one thing I want to say is if you happen to be having a hard time, um, I'm with you. I've been there. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this, I hope you can catch some solace out of it. I hope you can get some connection out of it. Um, you know, I, I've been in your shoes. Uh, I've been through hard times. I had a good weekend. Uh, I'll probably have a bad day soon. I'll, I'm due for a bad day. Um, not hoping for it. I'm a, I'm a pretty optimistic guy, but, um, just saying randomly, like if you're, you're having a hard time, I'm with you. Um, I don't want to talk too long here. I want to get right to the episode cause I enjoyed my conversation with Hamza. Uh, one thing I'll just say is, uh, if you're new to my content or anything, uh, I hate calling it content, but if you're new to my stuff whatsoever, please check it out. My Instagram is just my name altogether at Anthony Santino, uh, and, you know, may, maybe like, subscribe, and share this stuff with your friends. Uh, other than that, you know, I'm leaning forward on purpose so I could stay in frame. Let's get to the episode. Yeah, I like that you have a little column in between so that, yeah, it's, not, my so friend, that it's not weird. Yeah, my friend calls it like a pillow wall. He said, build that wall. Ooh, so yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a good way my to My friend President Trump said to build that pillow wall. Yeah, yeah. What if this was the wall on the Mexican border? Yeah, they're just like, oh man, we want to get into America, but this is so comfy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that see, that would be good reverse psychology. Then we'd have way less problems. Right, actually, it's great right here. Yeah, it's very. You Who know, needs to go to Dallas when we can just take a nap. Yeah, see, it's like it's so easy to get in. Then people will be like, okay, we measure out who wants to get in. Um, okay, anyway, uh, I don't really have a good strong immigration stance, so I'm gonna move past that part, but. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode three of I'm Up with Anthony Santino. I am joined today by one of my favorite people in the New York comedy scene, uh, Hamza Chowdhury, right? That's yeah, yeah. There we you go. nailed it. That's your name, right? Hamza Chowdhury, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Hamza Chowdhury, he's here. Uh, and, you know, we, uh, we've known each other at least a little over a year, year and a half yeah. now. Um, you're originally from Oklahoma, right? Originally from Oklahoma. Cool, and we we let you into wow. New York from Oklahoma. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I'm they happy. let anyone in, to be fair. They do New York. New York will let anyone into New York City. Yes, yes. They There's literally, they have crackheads here. They do. So they like do. when people are like, because I have friends back home that are like, oh my god, I can't believe how do you make it there? It's like, dude, there's a homeless guy on my street. Yeah. That, that hasn't gotten up in three months right and he's in new york city he is he's he's made it he hasn't washed away yet he's and i think so i think you would be fine yeah there's there's a resilience to having to stay here but regardless you are right like they do let you stay here um so anyway hamza you know i i was giving him a little breakdown before the podcast you know it's pretty loose it's pretty organic but i said to him i'm like there is a little bit of a bent on mental health we do try to like Get in, get after it with that, and like try to get into your psyche, see how you're feeling. I want to show some support, some yes. connection to you. Uh, overall, let's just start with the basic. How mm. are you feeling? 
Dude, I've been I I've been stressed today. Why are you stressed today? I've been stressed. I am about to leave for Morocco for a wedding. You are leaving for Morocco for a wedding on what, Tuesday. When, what Tuesday? Tuesday. I so almost had your itinerary. I have a lot of stuff to do, which is one thing. But also, I'm going with my girlfriend, which I'm oh, very excited. Very about. nice. I think I saw her on Facetime once. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, <laughs> Unless yeah. it was someone different, then I didn't. Unless it was <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it was your. That's girlfriend. the only thing that could make sense. Yeah. Unless it was like Momo or someone. Yeah. I need some excitement in my life. Give me <laughs> controversy. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I so you're going with her. That's all. how long have you guys been together now? Like six months. Six months. Nice, yeah. going strong. Nice, yeah. nice. Oh, whose wedding is this in Morocco? It's one of her friends. One of her friends. Yeah, so it's okay. like her family friends. Oh, nice. So the reason I think I'm feeling partially the reason I'm feeling stressed is because her parents are going to be there. Oh, okay. In Morocco. Oh, or is she Moroccan? No. Oh, this is just. Uh, what's the connection They're to just, Morocco? There's none. They're oh, they just felt like going to Morocco. They're just rich people throwing a wedding <laughs> okay. in Morocco to what, have fun. Well, Marrakesh or like yeah, in Marrakesh. I just yeah. said that because I wanted to sound cultured. Um, that's it. <laughs> and you're right. Yeah. I was I was spot on. I'm just a, I'm yeah. just a, I'm a medium, I guess. Um, that's great. How long are you guys gonna be there for? Um, so we're gonna be we're flying into Casablanca, then we're doing a night there, two nights in Marrakesh for the wedding. Yeah, maybe three nights total. Yeah. And then we're going to a city called Fez. Fez, I know Fez. Oh yeah, I made a Fez joke to you earlier. Yeah, well, because yeah, yeah. Fez is the hat, but also yeah, the city, the right? And then we're going to the Blue City. What's the Blue City? You never seen like Instagram? Photos is everything of blue? This, like, yeah, it's like like, a like, like the Blue Man blue. Group or the song like um. Blue. Yeah, it's like the Blue Man Group, but a little brighter. Oh, and okay. it's on buildings rather than people. On people. <laughs> Do you think there are Although any like organically blue people in the world? Uh, the Blue Man Group, yeah. Besides, like, well, you know, they're yeah. frauds. Uh, the Blue Man Group, Smurfs, Smurfs, Smurfs uh, yeah. Beast from X Men. Okay, uh, oh, Avatars. Guy. I forgot Avatars. We have Avatars are blue yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, maybe. But the blue city, wait, like, do they just paint every building blue? You remember that song, Blue Daba Dee Daba Da? Yeah, yeah, That entire... I mumbled a reference to it, but I mumbled so much, you probably missed it. Yeah, which you're not to blame at all for that. Um, that's great. And uh, so you're stressed about the trip? Are you you excited? Are you excited, though? Um, I'm very excited. That's great. Dude, so excited, but I'm I'm stressed because it's like I want her parents to like me. Right, right, right. And oh, you haven't met them yet? No, I met them once. Okay, where where they live, her parents? In Allentown. Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. She's from there? Yeah. Nice. Oh, so well, they can just yeah. drive over. Cool. Do they, they, do they say Wooder? Oh, I haven't. Are they like Wooder? No, they're Pakistani, so they're like oh, water. Oh, so water. Oh, they have like a Pakistani accent. Yeah, I yeah. did not do it. Dude, imagine, um, imagine having a Pakistani and an Allentown accent. Yeah. Wooter. Ooh, yeah, that <laughs> would be <laughs> see yeah. That that could be your loophole if you're a white person yeah, to get yeah. away with doing the Pakistani accent. Yeah, you gotta say like, No, I was doing Allentown and they're like, Oh, okay. But uh oh that's great. You met them were you in Allentown or did they come to New York City? They came here. Very nice. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Allentown either. No, I'm just kidding. Allentown's I mean I would great. it's I, probably great. I'm I might kidding. go later this year, but yeah. but it was just it's just easier. Her dad works in New York City. Oh oh he does. He lives here and stuff, or he just commutes no, he commutes. Every day? I think once a week. Oh, okay, okay. There was a guy who was like the security guard at my high school. Not the security guard. He was like, or maybe he was even a teacher. I don't know. I'm kind of uh, blurring what his role was at my school. But he lived in Pennsylvania and commuted to Queens, New York every day. And That's I, a lot. I don't know why he did that. Yeah, because he commutes to Fidei. Oh, okay. Which but I he's doing like once a, a week. Easier. Yeah, yeah, that's once a week. And once a week. That's not bad. I mean, that's worth it. I mean, whatever. What kind of business is he in, unless it's criminal activity that he's you can't a, talk he's about? A, he's, a, he's a mobster? He's at large. He's yeah. at large. He's a mobster. Her dad, that's really why I'm nervous. Yeah, he's witness protection three he's times part over. Of ISIS. I hope man. so, yeah. dude. That's Her exciting. dad is an ISIS criminal. Nice. Is They're laying low right now. 
Yeah, yeah, but they're don't worry, they're working he's on. He's Allentown. It's 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 the it's Ford popping. Tesser. or <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> no, <I'm> yeah, <laughs> he works for like. Uh, That's why you're going to Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I said Morocco. Really, we're going to Egypt or, <laughs> or Sudan. Or <laughs> yeah, like I'll give you the continent wherever they are now. Yeah. Um, no, he works for like the American Chemical uh, something Engineering. Mm. He's some yeah. fancy job. Inside job. I get it. Yeah. Inside nice. Job. Very cool. No, that's great. No, I, I think I met her on FaceTime. Once. She seems very sweet. Yeah. That's nice. You have the relationship. Um, outside of that stuff, what uh, what else is like, on your mind comedy wise, work wise, Dude. everything? Comedy, the, the balance between a relationship and comedy is what's on my mind. Yes. Because today I texted my girlfriend. I was like, hey, I'm going to be busy all day. I got to, I'm doing a, my show yes. in the morning, you're aware. Bottom of the Barrel. Bottom of the Barrel morning show. Shout out Bottom yeah, of the Barrel Yeah, yeah, shout show. out. Brooklyn on Free Radio. Radio. Free, on Radio Free Brooklyn. You can yes. download the Radio Free Brooklyn app and or uh, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Nice. Or dot .org, sorry. Um, so I did that, and then afterwards I went and got lunch with some old coworkers, which was amazing. I had went and ate this really delicious restaurant. Then I went to go do Comedy Mob. I was the plus one for Jesse Slayton, friend of the show I'm sh- at some point, I'm sure. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, and then after that, I came here. And it's like, I've just had a full day where I, like, have gotten to give her very minimal yeah. attention. How does she deal with it? Is she cool with she's, that? She's great. How many nights a week do you get up? Do you, Would you say? I mean, I know it changes. Well, I'm it, unemployed it right now. You are unemployed right now, So yes. I've been getting up a lot. You've been getting up a lot. Dude, and it's been awesome. Yes. Well, I, I saw you hosting your show with Lakshmi yeah. at 7th Street like last month. Where you did okay. a great job. You're very yeah. funny. I R.I.P. Mean, R.I.P. To 7th Street, 7th right? 7th Street, yeah. Yeah, so they're just not happening right now, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. It's really bumming me well, out. Well, they made it. So 7th Street Comedy is a little club that's popped up on 7th Street. It had some good shows running, a lot of indie shows out of there. Um, and yes, they, I, I mean, they had a thing. Was it? I know, like the cops. They said were cool with it for a while, but then there was like a liquor thing or whatever it was. I, I heard, and this is all rumor mills. All so rumor I, I mills. Yeah. yeah. But from what I understand, is they were told that they didn't need a license by the people who owned the building. Right. And then when the cops showed up, they were like, "Hey, you got a noise complaint? We understand what you guys are doing. That's fine, but we just need to see like your licenses." Right. But it wasn't also like BYOB and stuff like they weren't even and it selling. Was the it was the BYOB part where you, you have to have a license to do BYOB. Oh, really? You do? Yeah. Okay, so then everything's illegal. From what I understand, that's right. the rumor mill. Right. I, of course. No, I'm not here to and you just know. passing along someone who told me from someone who told him yeah. from someone who told. That was a nice room though. That was a good little room. Great room. Good little hot box. Perfect in there. for our, our like you do a show at. Uh, I do Easy Lover, Easy Lover and I do Boardroom C now too. Oh wow! It's, a, it's literally that? right. It's right by my apartment. It's very close. Oh wow! Yeah. If you ever wanted know. to get to me, uh, Boardroom C, just follow Board me room. home. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that size room, because Easy Lover is a similar size room. It's like perfect for this. Like, Grant says this all the time. He's, he's like, it's a perfect for our moment in comedy. Yes. Where it's like you can get 20, 30 people, and yes. it's a full room. Uh huh. You have fun. It's like low stakes in the in the idea where it's like you're not at one of the big clubs yet. Right. So you're not auditioning for anything. You're yep. just like putting it on yourself. And you can have a lot of fun. And oh, you can yeah. have really great shows. Like people come back. Yeah. Like we had return we had return customers at Seventh Street and we had return customers and we've had return customers at like Momo's show in Yeah, garlic and everything, yeah. No, I would. I, I mean, I was talking to somebody before. I was talking to Matt, Matt Benjamin before about producing. Yeah, um, just uh, just I'm putting him on something soon, and he was talking about producing. I was talking about it. It's just like you know, it's, it's like there's a balance to strike because you know I produce 
two monthlies in Brooklyn now, you know, then it's like you fluctuate how you do it, how you structure it. But like, you know, there's a consistency factor. I've had some return people, but it's hard. I mean, it really, it's based on lineup. You want to get a strong lineup and that helps get people out, you know, yeah. depending on their marketability. And then it's like, OK, are you going to do advertising for the show? And, you know, I feel like my graphics could be better. I should, you know, Eventbrite says put a picture of like the show atmosphere that helps. And so I, I got like a couple of good pictures from my last show. I might try to use that as the photo banner. I mean, you know, there's so much thought that kind of runs through my mind on that. But also, I want to focus on my writing, on my stand-up. I want to get up and just yeah. be loose and have fun. Yeah. And, you know, Dude, producing a show is so much stress. It's a lot of work, too. It's a lot of work, and it's a lot of stress because like, people don't buy tickets to like, the day of. Yeah, exactly. So you don't really know what you're getting a lot no of the idea. time. And yeah. it's like, I remember I was, like, we were, I was scared to book people because I was like, I don't want... We've sold four tickets. Right. No, I know. It's like, I don't want to book fucking some comedy seller headliner. Right. And then they show up and there's nobody here. And exactly. Like a jackass. Exactly. I do. So I did a show recently. I'm not going to say where, but it went really well. It worked out yeah. well. Uh, I got to do 20 minutes myself. I hosted. I did 20. Wow. Two, well, because two comics dropped. I had five comics on the lineup. Two of them dropped. Me and the other two comics that were remaining, you know, it was just us three. So we were like, yeah, let's just do like 20 each. Worked out great. And we had a very light crowd, so I, I lost a good amount. Not a crazy amount of money, but good enough that it's notable. Lost <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's notable. Um, it stung a little. But I lost some money, but the experience was so good. We had a crowd of like Had 12. you ever done 20 minutes before? Yes, a few okay. times. I mean, like, you know, I have time. Yeah. I have a lot. But of like stuff I like, the thing is this. Like, you know, I quote unquote have over an hour of stuff mm -hmm. but of what's actually good that i feel like i'm going up there there's no problem no second guesses like you know i'm guessing maybe between 35 and 40 that i like a that's lot still that's solid that's yeah. solid yeah yeah for sure it's something to work with and you know i i like to try to add one new thing every week that i'm happy with oh nice i try to do that and then you know that things fade away but then things get added you yeah, know yeah. but um yeah so but that worked out well. And I was like, I don't even care about losing the money yeah. on this show because we had such a good time. Yeah. And uh, I also had like a weird thing going on with my legs. Like I had this tingling in my legs. It was like neuropathy. Like, and I was like, do I have diabetes? I was scared. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it went away. So it's good. I also got to check it It'll out. be back. It'll be back. It'll be back. It'll be so back. It's coming back like in sync. In sync is back, yeah. and <laughs> so is my neuropathy at some point. Back probably it's back. Yeah. All right. Um. But uh. Yeah. Oh, I, I watched In Sync on Hot Ones for like five minutes. They there. were good. They were good. I wait. Just, was Justin there? Justin was there. Justin's all wow. in. I think they're making an album and they're coming. Good back. for good for them. But you know, I'm tired of people selling nostalgia. I'm you tired are. of it. But like, did you hear the like new always? Did you hear the the new Blink One Eighty Two song? Yeah, edging. No, no, well, they came out with a newer one. Is it good? It's a new single. It's good. I like them. I just it's one, but it, it, listen, it's one of those things where there are cycles. Like I'll go back to there are certain things that are so evergreen. Like I listen to Oasis songs, I think are amazing. Yeah. Like uh, there are certain things that are evergreen. Comedy, like comedians from the eighties, nineties, I think are great, evergreen. Yeah. But then just as well, there are also some things I'm like, oh, this feels dated. I don't yeah. listen to it anymore. But you know? I guess the new song, which I do like, it's good. By but Blink. it's like they're just selling nostalgia. They're just like, remember how we used to be. Right. Like, we were this group that you used to like, and now we're back, and we're making new music. Right. And I want it, which is, but I right. want them to explore new things. Well, what's your relationship to nostalgia? Because that's actually a good I do love. I do love at. nostalgia. I just think that this generation is in love with nostalgia. Yeah. 
I mean, for me, you know, I grew up and like, listen, my, my, my parents gave me a lot of love and everything and they still do. They're, yeah. they're my best support system. Yeah. But my personal journey as a person was as a kid, I felt very in the dark. I was an only child. I had good people around me. But I liked, as I got older, how much knowledge I gained and, like, I got, like, power from knowledge and power from experience, you know? So, like, that's why, for me, nostalgia is cool, but I could get sad in nostalgia. I I have memories that I think are super important to me. But that's why, like, I like where I am now. I like trying to live in the moment and also, like, you know, use what you have from your past to your advantage, but also... But I think that's... Yeah. What you're saying is, like, how it should be. It's, like, you should be making your present and future better. Right. But it's just, like, with all these bands, it's, like... That's like, where I'm. They're with doing you. it with movies yeah. and stuff too. Like I mean, everybody complains about this. How it's like every movie is like a remake or right. a part four or whatever that nobody asked for. Yeah, and it's like we should just be like working on current and like new ideas yeah. to innovate. Yeah, I was talking with another. Co- oh, I was talking with Max Fine about this yesterday. The Fine the Prophet. Not Max Fine that has the album coming out. The other Max Fine. Uh, young Max Fine. Young Max Fine. Well, well shout not out. That, not right. The yeah, they're not that the other ones. All I, they, you know, younger Max Fine. Younger Max Fine. Yes. Anyway, yes. Um, he. Did, uh, well, sorry. How how do they differentiate professionally? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's always I like think it's it the Max same. Max Fine and Max Finer. Right. Finer, finest. And then like, there's a third. There should be. It depends fine. who's doing better that week in comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm the finest right now. Yeah. Yes. We they should have to battle it out. Let's every start month. a let's start a war. This <laughs> podcast is gonna launch itself into the stratosphere. Have, have Max like, find the profit on next. Yeah, I will. Um, no, I should. I I told him yesterday. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get you on my podcast, but uh, too many Max finds and too close of a window. Yeah, we can't it's do confusing. it. Confusing. Yeah. So um, no. But what was I saying about that? Oh, I was talking with him about that with movies, like you know. All this IP that's like just being remade over and over again. It's like me personally, I get tired of that. That's why he was saying, you know, Barbie, like there hasn't really, I don't think there's been a Barbie movie. Has there? There might have been. Oh, before? He, yeah, but I don't, no. th- I don't think, right. So he was like, there, as much as Barbie is a thing, you know, in pop culture, yeah. it ha- there hasn't been a movie before. And Oppenheimer, we know Oppenheimer and stuff, but like now, uh, yes, the nostalgia of oh, the atomic bomb. <laughs> yes, yes, never I'm, forget. Oh, how can you? How can we forget? Good times, yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, times. No, I'm just kidding. I I love sushi. Um, yeah. But no, it's that's the thing too. Is like these things. It's like you could find a way of like bringing history into the ethos, the ecosystem, but also like. Not just doing like, you know, we don't need 75 Star Wars movies. I'm sorry. Although they'll keep selling. They will. And they're they're This is the new thing. I don't thing. think Star Wars is the issue. I think there are other IPs. It's not that Star are Wars, but Marvel changed the game when they went universe. I'm kind of tired of Marvel. Well, everyone is. Right. As we should, because there's so much content. I l- like I like Spider-Man. That's Marvel, right? Spider-Man's yeah. Marvel. I like Spider-Man. But even there, I haven't seen all the Spider-Mans. Even they're doing universe stuff where yeah. they brought the old Spider-Mans back. Right. Because it's nostalgia. Which I think is, like, that's cool. But also, yes, I am i don't care enough personally. It's cool, but it's cool when one people do it. Right. It was cool when Marvel brought everyone together and then they built a storyline yeah. over movies. And it culminated in this big war, Infinity War, where yeah. they lost... And then they gave us Endgame because they were like, okay, yeah, you lost, but we're not, n- the heroes never lose. Yeah. So you're literally, Endgame. you're speaking Moroccan to me, by the way, right now. You I don't, don't know, know anything? Is, I know some of it. Like, I know it exists, but I haven't seen it. But I know the they, speak, they speak Arabic. The point being is that, right. is that Marvel yeah. 
did the universe thing. Yes. And then everyone else saw how much money they made. Yes. And they're like, oh, we have to do that. I came in pretty hot today. I'm That's good. Lie. That's okay. So Because I was worried because I was boring this morning on my radio show. I <laughs> told you that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you were fine. You don't have to blow up the building or something to like get things popping. Where you're, you're good. You're what a racist you're, thing. Like, this <laughs> 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 I'm just I didn't mean it like that. No, you're, uh, you're an interesting guy, dude. You're good. You're funny. Am Do I you right? give yourself affirmations or no? No. Do you need you don't need that? What are affirmations? It's when you like say to yourself like I am this, I'm good, I'm smart, I'm funny. Like, do you ever I do that in some form? I don't, but you know, you you want to hear something sad that I've come to realize is yeah. that for a lot of my life, I thought I was dumb. You thought you were dumb for a lot of your life. Yeah. Because Why? I'm okay. I'm not. I have two siblings. Yes. And they're both very smart. Okay. How smart? Like, my brother got a full ride to college. He's, like, a National Merit Scholar. He's a doctor. Oh, okay. My sister's a doctor as well. Oh, yeah. My brother got zero Bs. He got his first B his senior year of college because he had already gotten into med school. Yeah. Right. My sister got, like, two Bs in high school. Right. Like, they were both, like, valedictorian, salutatorian. Yeah. I got a B in in third grade. Right. But do they have a monthly show at Easy Lover? No. So you're Hey, and you're neither doing, do I. You're doing better <laughs> than the <laughs> Well, now they're back above you. But it's <laughs> But I guess what I'm saying is like I just like I didn't think I was smart because I was comparing myself to the people in the room. Yes. Which is it's good to be around people like that. For you know, yeah, like there's motivation to it. Yeah. But it wasn't until I started working my first job. Because even then I was like taking AP classes. Yeah. And it's like AP classes, it's like you just look at the smartest kids in the class and you're like, oh my right. God, these kids are geniuses. And I'm like getting A's, B's. And like I got a few C's here and there. Yeah. But I thought I was an idiot for right. getting a C. I thought getting a C was so bad. Yeah. And then I got to the real world and I was like, oh, there's a lot of, all these dummies end up places. They do. Right. Exactly. And so it was just like, it wasn't until after I had graduated college when I had already made my decision and like what I'm going to do with my life. Yeah. That I realized that I wasn't dumb. Right. Well, that's good that you did yeah. it at a certain point. Do you have to constantly reassure yourself? Or are you at a point where you're just like, oh, I know this now. I'm good for the most part. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty confident in like my ability to do things. It's just like now time is the factor. Right. So like, am I going to put the time in to get good at these things? Uh, what like stand up or, or whatever or maybe. whatever anything. I'm definitely gonna put the time in stand up. Oh, of course, of course you should, and I think there's like an ever there's a outlasting quality to it too. Like there are even at the higher levels, like when people are full time, that then there's a spectrum of talent, and you know, like you see amazing comics, you see people who you're like, oh, they just worked hard. You see that, so yeah. like no matter what, like you could find a way in it. I think. Yeah, persistence I, is important. I this. think persist. I think persistence matters more than than talent. For sure. I mean, you see like people who are headliners and they bring people along with them that are okay, but it's yeah. like, well, this person stuck with it. This yeah. person is in the right circle. And yeah. no, shout out to them. That's not me being bitter. That's me being yeah. like, oh, well. And I think them. I think they yeah. do provide something. They do. Well, they provide like, you know, companionship to the person. Companionship. Their friends. And no, and that like, you know, if you're passable, if you're good enough that like you don't stink. Yeah. Like, who are you thinking of? <laughs> and I cackle this out. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, no, but I 100% agree with you. That's why it's like you know I think you do have to have a strong will doing this as well. It's like listen, I have that in comedy. I mean, I could talk about it in other areas of yeah. life, but in comedy, it's like even people who I know now like me and are nice to me. Like I used to be like when I first started, I'd be like, oh, these people, I could just tell their energy like. They don't know me, but they also just see me and they're like, oh, he's not funny. And like, because I'm not funny in the outside of the room or something like I'm like, oh, dude, 
Yes. Sorry. No, I, go. I don't want to. I have been running into this problem. I was talking to people. Okay, I'm not saying I'm a great stand-up. By you're means, you're you're good. But you're good. I like your. Stuff. I'm coming to realize that people don't think I'm funny. Do you I'm, think some I'm not people funny do? in conversation? Like if I'm around, you, be. you are. I can be, but no, if I'm, I'm with you in that, if I'm around funny people, yeah. I don't be funny. Right, you like sit quiet a little bit. I sit quiet, but that's that's okay. You don't. Ha- Here's the thing: there, there's different styles, dude. Like, I don't think Tom Segura sits around trying to make people laugh off stage all the time. But I was so and I was telling, uh, I was telling my friend about this, and I was like, oh, we were talking about another comedian that I met. Yeah, and this person, I met them at like a birthday party. Yes. We had a mutual friend, and they introduced us. They're like, "Oh, this is my friend. That's a comedian. This is my friend. That's a comedian." Blah blah blah. Yeah. That was about it at the party. Okay. But we definitely like sat and chatted for a minute, and then went on. I see this person the next day at a show. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, did we meet last night?" And th- and this person was like, "No." But you did. We did. Oh, you. Oh, you. And I was like, at so and so's birthday party. Yeah. And they're like, "No." And I was like. Listen, I didn't even like I was so taken. I, I had no idea. How Listen, to deal you're, with it. you're a great person. You're interesting. You're funny. I remember you after one impression. Some people just don't care. You know, May, well, Maybe that's what it is. Dude, I, there are people that I'm so happy they give me the time of day. I'm like, oh, that's great that that person acknowledges me. Some people you're like, oh, you give them good energy. They just don't care. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, which th- I will say I was the odd chemical. man out at this party. Yeah, like everybody was friends except for me. So like, okay, this person yeah. didn't care. But then a few weeks later, me and this person were on the same show. Okay. I was like, oh, this person hates me. They still don't remember you? or the I they? went up and they saw me do comedy. And then and afterwards they were like, oh, they were so nice to me afterwards. That's great. Because th- I was like, oh, they're like the amount of times. Or maybe they were like, I didn't like him in conversation, but he was good on stage. So I'll give him some respect now. That's you, exactly Do you think it. that's what it was? I 100% that's, think that's yeah, what it is. I've had Where that. it's just like, and then I was telling Momo about this and Momo was like, yeah, people don't, you don't present as funny. Right. I definitely feel like I can relate to that a lot. He was like, because you're yeah. too put together. Right. No, no. Same. And I was like, yeah. oh, because I've heard people say, oh, you're actually funny. I've heard that literal yes. exact yes. thing come out of people's mouth. I was like, oh, I guess I got to. Oh, yeah, dude. In hangs, like, I am not usually the person just flaunting all of my personality and opinions out there. So I've had, like, comics that, you know, we're contemporaries with that, like, you know, they're like, oh, hey, man, what's up? And then they turn their head very fast. But then if I'm on a show with them and I do well, like, I do well at most shows. Not every single time ever. But, like, I do well. So then when they see me afterwards, like, things change a little bit. And that's. Fuck it, whatever. That that is what it is. You know. I guess that is what it is. It's just like I but guess I, I relate to that very hard. Yeah. Because yeah. Just something I've been thinking about where it's like, okay, should I present more funny or should I like put more clips online or like what do I do? You you know, I think you just really don't need to force it. Like I said, I think there are successful comics that I've met and I've seen uh that just like they're great on stage and then off stage they're not gonna put all their energy into everything. Like there like there are some people who like to do bits and make heavy eye contact and yeah. like they're like they're like, Oh yeah, and then they're like I'm like, I don't have the energy to do a bit all day. I just don't. I don't want My to. My thing is is like there's a certain amount of like I'm a balanced guy. Like Me I don't too. Know if this makes sense. Yes. Where it's like if people are not being funny, yes, I'll be funny. If right. people are being funny, I'm gonna not. Yeah, let let them like rock let a little them, bit. Yeah, yeah. Like there's just some weird equilibrium of like fun and yeah. excitement and loudness that I feel. Yeah, and that's what I will. I'll try to get there with my 
presence. So if I took a nap right now, you would start jumping on a trampoline and you try to liven it up a little bit. If you took a nap right now, I would start acting insane on this podcast. Yeah. I would just start doing, I would start. You would post it live stream and I would get canceled even though no one listens. Exactly. Right. But some people listen. If you were to start going crazy, I would get, I would sink into this couch. Yeah. 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 You become part of the fabric. And then when the dry cleaner comes to clean it, they'd be like, oh, look, there's a guy who's going to Morocco on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Exactly. Two days ago when they come. Call back. Um, No, dude, I relate to that so much. I mean, just like, you know, and I like to be fun. What do you think that is? I match people's energy, though. That's the thing, too. Same. So Hamza just came back from urinating, and he said he is trying to get up more, meaning he wants to get on stage doing stand-up more. Yep, but specifically at clubs. At clubs. Because I was just at, I was just at Comedy Mob. Yes. Which is this great, great mic in New York wonderful City. Wonderful mic in yes. New York City. I'd love to be able to do it again. It's very in demand. About 4,000 people sign up a week and about yep. 12 and a half can get up, which yep. I understand. That's how it goes. That's not disparaging whatsoever. Just saying it's hard to get just up there's on There's high demand. There's high demand. But there's like a whole group of people that just get to do mob. Right. And I was like, oh, these are the people that are at the club. And it's like, okay, yes. well, they're at this club doing stuff and they're at like other clubs doing stuff. And I'm like, there are people that are at multiple clubs, and I'm not even at one. Yeah. I want to start. I mean, I'm, I'm happy I bark Grizzly Pear, but I want to, like, you know, expand, too. I want to try to do other stuff. I do. I mean, New York Comedy Club has such beautiful rooms. Yeah. I love those. I mean, they're just they're set up perfectly for stand-up low ceilings. The Midtown Room such like a hot box. It's a kill box, as uh, Bobby Kelly would call it. And, you know... The uh, e- the East Fourth Street one is like that's where we super live. yeah that's where the Great mob room. they do is it's awesome awesome it's room. Really good room yeah I mean I want to you know make inroads somehow hang out or you know I mean maybe the smart move is to like work there or something you know like yeah but even then it's like what job are they hiring because I'll, I'll I think they're always the kind of like yeah yeah they are I would lick the floors no they I think they are they're hiring always really? some, it's like in some capacity I mean I know recently there was a posting or something you know. That's sure, I'm sure there I is. have no idea, and I feel like I'm not a part of this. And I, I'm not like saying this in a negative way. It's no. just like I'm not in the know of these things. Yeah, I'm not really in the know either. I'm not in the Napa know-how. I try to figure out my way around things. You know, the the grizzly pear, I got lucky because um, it was literally the manifestation of one night. I was just like, I don't go hang out enough. I need to get off my couch on this winter night and go hang out at a comedy club. I saw my friend was hosting a show. At the Midtown location, I was like, I'm just going to go hang out. Doesn't matter. No expectation. Just go hang out. And then I reached out to the producer of that indie show. I was like, hey, would love to bark if you need help. And she was just nice and said, yeah, of course. You want to do next week? And, you know, you get like one yes out of every like 30, 40, 500 messages you send um, or depending, you know, but um, for where we're at, at least. And so she was nice. And then just then when they restructured things, they got new bookers and stuff like they just looped all the barkers in. So I just got lucky with that. And I'm grateful, dude. Like I like doing the barking and stuff. Right. Like, you know, you you sell tickets. You're trying to help the club out. You're trying to get the show going. The the club sells their own tickets and then you help supplement that. And it's just good. Like you have an investment in it. Like, you know, there's no quota to reach. Like you're on the show, but you want it to be a good show. So you care. Um, But yeah, like. You know, you know what the vibe is. It's like we want to get whatever we can get. You yep. want to get up as much as possible. Yep. You know, I cherish all the stage time. You know, it's it's you awesome. Know, I talked to someone who kind of had the opposite thing, and I I didn't agree with this, but I do think it's interesting. With it's what? Like, it's better to be wanted than to 
be wanting them. Of course, and there is a psychology to that, but you also like w- you have to bring the stuff to the table, or there has to be something you're bringing to the table. Like think about people who are wanted, like that don't have to do all that other stuff. Yep. Like there are certain people who a they've probably been doing it longer, but like yeah. even like think like Daniel Parafan, like he's in demand as like a host because he's like very funny and has awesome energy. You know, Chase DeRusso, people like this, like yeah. they host a lot because they're really good at it. And it's like undeniable that like they're going to bring something to the table, yeah. you know. So it's like, you know, while I'm figuring it out, like I know that I bring something to the table, but I don't have the energy that like everybody knows that yet. You know, some people do if they yeah. know me, but not everybody does. It's not apparent. But I guess yeah, you know? what he was saying is like it's like because I was telling him like I want to like bark for some club. And he was like, yeah. it's really like he was like, I don't think because this person barks. So right. He was like, you know, it's like cool or whatever but like it is better to just like get them to ask you to do it because when you're like barking is what he they're not going to know who you are though if you don't and that's bring what yourself that's, forward. that's the other that's the other part where but he was just like it's like whenever you're a barker it's like they kind of just are like okay well sure you can they're not like we but want not, you it's also like at the pair especially they have a lot of barkers so mm-hmm. it's like they don't they're not even like letting new ones in all the time you yeah. know it take there's like a cycle of that too or it's you know i'm sure some people drop off and then they add people but you know, so many people want to do it because, you know, yeah. it's, it's what it is. Um, but it's like, I get what that person's saying. But I think also it's like, what you know, dude, Andrew Schultz. Like, and I, I met him a couple weeks ago, just on McDougal. He was very nice. He was saying, like, he's like he, he, what's up? That rules, dude. He's, dude, he's the man. And he uh, was very, dude, he, he was very nice. He said, he was like, yo, I used to do what you were doing right now, bro. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, you know, I listen to Flagrant. You guys are great, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, dude, I used to do this all the time. And like, I, I've heard him talk about that before, too. Like, him and Akash would be at, like, the Lantern. Like, yeah. you know, they called it, like, passing out flyers or whether yeah. they were selling tickets or just giving out, papering the room. It's like, they did that. It's like, they knew, like, they'll do whatever it takes. And I think, yeah. I just think that's the right mindset for now. Like, you don't need to be married to doing it forever yeah. but i think it's worth trying like definitely to try and dude even like when i've done indie shows like a one-off on like a sunday evening like i've helped people bark like yeah. for their indie show like why yeah. not you know yeah i'll help people bark on shows i'm not on dude it's a sign of goodwill i think it's it's it reflects well on you too yeah. like i try to like meet people more than halfway in certain situations when yeah. it's when it's an earnest thing yeah, you know for sure not people who are going to be dismissive and not care about you you could yeah. tell the difference but you saw schultz on on mcdougall Yes, he was going to get by the seller. He was doing like seller spots. Yeah, yeah. That rules. Well, that, you, down there, you hang out down there. There's like, dude, Shane Gillis I, yeah, is around. I walked there. by Amy Schumer. Right, she was. Not, I talked to her the ago. other night. She yeah. was really nice. Yeah. yeah, she's great, and she she was cool too. Like you she talked asked, to her while you were barking. Or yeah, yeah. She was waiting for an Uber, and she was just like, she was asking me questions, just yeah. like you know, just being nice. Like yeah. she was just like, oh, like how long have you been doing it? And yeah. I, you know, try. I compliment. I was like, oh, train wreck. Haha. You know, yeah. very cool. Just yeah. That's yeah. The th- but you know, comics. That's what's awesome about what we do as well is like they're as much as they're making millions of dollars and they're far more advanced than us. They're doing the same thing as far as just talking about the template of the job. They're trying to find new stuff. They're not sure about their new thing. Their new thing's probably going to be really good, yeah. but they have a high standard and yeah. they're worried about it just as yeah. we're worried about our new stuff. You uh, know, it's cool to have that. And I'm know? sure they're, they love hearing like, Oh, you liked my thing and you're a comic. Right. Cause it's still like, it a, matters yeah. a little more yeah. to you. Yeah, like right? dude, when a comic tells me they like, like the young comics still fuck with me, I'm sure that feels good. Right. 
rather than like oh of course no that there's a relevance factor to that you don't want to feel like you're lost with the generations i was listening to burr and he was saying he's like you need to still go to the clubs of course you you need to you don't have to hang out with the young comics but you need to listen to them right you need to know what they're talking about he was saying on his podcast the other day he was like yeah i mean just also like for your stuff you get comfortable like your people will make you think they'll put like smoke and mirrors in front of you they'll make you think you're better than you are exactly dude yeah i wonder I'm trying to think of a good example of that, but I, I mean, I can't think of with what of just like somebody who has their crowd and it's like you just play to them. You're not, you know, there. Are, I mean, there are a bunch of really yeah. well-established comics that like, you know, yeah. but they're still good. I mean, I can't pinpoint anybody who's mailing it in. You yeah. Know? A, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> I, like on a podcast, but B too. like, yeah, I think most comics that are good put in the work. Yeah. That's and it's so also true. fun to clubs are awesome. I mean, the intimacy of a club is great. The rooms are the rooms are made for comedy. Yes, Just exactly. So it's like you know, I went to see Burr at Forest Hills Stadium, and it was a great show. He did well, but I was also thinking like, how long ago? Uh, last summer, last okay. August. But it was like you know, I, I'm also sitting in there like, I ah, this doesn't feel yeah like like if I saw. I mean, he was really good, and it was funny, and I laughed. But I was like, ah, this. But it just doesn't yeah. feel. I saw Chappelle at the club at uh, this outdoor Palladium in Houston. Right, and it was awesome. But there's something that gets taken away yeah. with the open air. It's also like his birthday, and they like surprised him with a, cake. a tackle on the stage. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday <laughs> to <laughs> when gets the wind knocked out of him. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> no, I'm not condoning it. Um, um, yeah, but I just remember he st- after that he stopped his set. He was like, "All right, thanks everyone." Oh, they yeah. did finish your. They like did it during his set. Oh, they did. Yeah, and then he just quit. Um, well, he, but he does like twenty five hours on but stage. That right? was the day that I found out about Hannibal Burris. I'd never seen Hannibal Burris. What year before. was this recently? No, this is like twenty fourteen. Oh, I thought you were gonna say twenty years ago. I was gonna like, yeah. how old are you? <laughs> but it <laughs> was just like the, yeah. so. He was so good. Hannibal was. And then, Hannibal's yeah. great. You know what I'm upset about? Hannibal's got that great documentary when he did Ed- Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Frid- Fringe. Yeah. It was on Netflix and it's not up there right now. Or maybe they put it back. But yeah. it's, it's not. I don't know why. That's like one of the best pieces of original content in the comedy. Well, genre. it was just a very cool insight. Because there's one night where he's like, "Nah, fuck this. I ain't doing this." In Edinburgh. Yeah. Right. You remember that? Like the crowds being. And yes. I, I thought. I mean, I watched it a long time ago, so I might be wrong. Yeah. But I remember them being like, "I didn't think it was that bad." Right. Well, that's but I think it was the, well, the stress crowd? of everything. Yeah. Well, no. It's. I mean, before I was actually doing stand up, when I was building up to it, like I saw like. Uh, how show at Gotham Sam Morell was on it and I thought he was like ripping it I thought he was so funny but from his perspective he was like oh you guys are dead you guys really? you guys are the worst or whatever not to me he wasn't yeah. like looking at me like Anthony Santino you're the worst <laughs> you're the worst audience member of all time <laughs> you know but um, he like he, like you know I was like I don't get it like he's amazing this is great he's having such a good set but then once I started doing stand up like you do get hypersensitive to the crowd yeah. you're like you only look at the negatives yes you might be like I mean you know it tells the most extreme example of people who are, are always like you know he'll kill and then he'll be like ah it was horrible or whatever but I get it now it's like you know what you could get laughs what what do you think about comics being like y'all suck as a crowd uh I think I understand where it comes from. It's just an insecurity. Yeah. But also to go along with that, like I hate when people expect claps and stuff too. Yeah. Like if they're like, you know, like I'm from New York or yeah. something like I, don't know, I, I saw a comic literally just say like I'm from New York and no one clapped. They're like, all right, thanks for clapping. It's like 
They're not going to clap saying where you were born. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, we all have fingerprints. We were, you did nothing. Yes. If, we, if your mother was here, I maybe. just turned 38, turned if 40, mother, then talked to if me. If your you mother know? was a was like a immigrant who came yeah. here on a visa, had you here as an anchor baby, yeah. then we'll give you a round of applause. We'll yeah. give her a round of applause. Exactly. You know, if she's if she's going to a wedding in Morocco, I'll clap. Yeah, but like, exactly. other than that, like, no. But I, I'm with you. Like, I, when a comic turns on the crowd. I get it if the crowd's like heckling or really being annoyed, but like if the crowd's just dead, just accept it. Or you know, I mean, I think everyone just deals with it differently. For me, I like to not put it on them and be like, "You guys are bad." Like, I'll just be like, "All right." Like if yeah. something's like, I'll just be like, yeah, yeah. "All right, cool, yeah. sick." And then that usually does get a laugh, you know, yeah. just breaking that tension, you yeah. know. But um, where do you where do you stand on that? Do you do you dislike it? I don't. Doing? I don't like it. Like I've I've seen comedians do it, and I'm just like, no, dude, it's your job. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to, you're supposed to be making us laugh. We're not supposed to laugh for you. Right. We're not working, you know. Especially we, when it's something that's like they're we paid money to be here, not yeah. like but, but they're taking a big shot. And yeah. I'm with exactly. Like you're going to a show like I think it's important for a comic to remember that. Like listen, if you bomb or if a joke bombs, it's like it is what it is. They they might be a horrible crowd. Yeah. I had a bad crowd like 2 weeks ago and I was just like I know that this stuff works. 98% of the time. Yeah. This is just one of those anomalous crowds that's but like not going to work. The huh? new phenomenon is the crowd that doesn't laugh and then afterwards is like, oh my God, I love that. Yes. That's well, like, people are afraid like to new, laugh. Yeah, which is like a new phenomenon. Yeah, but I, I also, I empathize with that because I like, I've been in situations where I could feel the people around me like aren't feeling something and I'm like, I'll try to give the comic something, I'll laugh, but I won't laugh as loudly as I'd like to sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I feel don't like give it, it all. It has, to, it has yeah. to kind of enter the room, which is, that's what makes that hosting spot so important. Yeah. Is if the host, I was at the cellar one night, I, f I don't remember the guy's name who hosted, but he murdered. Ray Allen or Dove Davidoff? It wasn't Dove, uh, but it was like, I don't know. He Eric Newman? He was doing a bit about how he got the COVID shot up in Connecticut, because that's where all the white people live. <laughs> With a black guy? Yeah. Okay, you could have just said black. And do what's his name? Do you know his name? Uh, no. Derek Haynes? No, it wasn't Derek. I'm, I, gonna, I, I, I'm gonna name every black comic <laughs> on planet Earth until we. I, find I, it. Even if you named his name, I wouldn't. Oh, um, uh, Sherrod Small. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, um, Will Sylvans. No. Yeah. No, I'd never seen this guy before. He's tall, bald. Um, oh, tall. Oh, John Lester. That might be it. He's like not heavy. He's just like strong, yeah, like yeah, football yeah. player build. John Lester. Yeah, maybe, maybe. He's like got a chill kind of energy sway. No, okay, never no, mind. No. Well, he actually, he's he going pretty hard. Not guy. Greer Barnes. No, not Greer. It's John Lester, maybe. Um, but he did this whole bit about it was this was like just past COVID. Yeah. About you know going to Connecticut because that's where they fucking. He's like, I ain't getting these one of these Harlem shots. Whatever. I forgot what it was. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so just murdered the he he maybe had one of the best sets and the entire night was just so good because everybody had the tone. Yeah. Well, I and there to go along with that, I would also I would argue though that it's not all up to the host. The host can definitely help it, yeah. but somebody said this and I agree with them. I was listening to a podcast recently. Somebody was like, you know, hosting is tough, but also I've had comics be on shows with me and they would say like, oh, the you know the host he didn't do it justice and so he didn't set the table for us. Mm -hmm. It's like no, sometimes the crowd's not great and sometimes you're just not as good as maybe you think you should. I will be. say I have seen a lot of hosts do do. Just like offensively bad jobs, right? Or it's like, what are you, are you trying to make everyone walk? Of course, there is that. But I did. I also I did a show recently where the host was just doing their wildest stuff that yeah. like was not setting us up great. Yeah. 
But the lineup was so good that it kind of didn't matter. Yeah. Like, there were other comics. I, I did pretty well, but then everybody else was doing so well. Yeah. And it was just like, it didn't matter. Like, yeah. the comics were joking when he was up there. They're like, oh, yeah, thanks for really setting us up here, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I, do, I really don't think the host, I don't think it's all on them. I agree, it could definitely hurt or help. But, yeah. yeah. Do you host... Do you hosted Seventh Street when you guys were doing it a little bit, right? Uh, Lakshmi and I would cha- switch out, like co-host. Yeah. yeah. Do you, I mean do you try to do it or do you avoid it at all costs? I what try you, to just talk tell? to people and put positive. I'm not. That's the problem. Is like I'm not funny off the riff, really. Yeah. Like I just try to be like, oh, how are you guys doing? Oh, that's cool. And I try to be positive. Yeah, like, I'm with you. I, I might mean, say something negative if, if I think it might make people laugh. Yeah. But I just generally... Yeah, I don't want to ruin someone's night. That's like, I get in my head about that. Like, I had a guy that was... Uh, I hosted a show, I guess, last week now. And he was... Uh, he looked like Mark Marin exactly. But I didn't want to, like, hit him with that exactly yeah. either. So I was just like, oh, you, you look you look smart. And I'm yeah. like, you look, like, too smart. Like, I don't... Yeah, well, I don't know. I said something like that. It, it, like, worked. But he was just, like, being polite. Like, it wasn't hilarious. Yeah. So I was just like, all right. Like, I don't have that in my tool belt, right? Yeah, now. yeah. and Because you don't want to hit people. I, I don't know. I don't want to, like, toe that line of, like, get really getting them where they're like, oh, that was a good roast, or them being like, oh, I don't like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had it. You, but you, all the, I think it's a muscle you could also develop. All the things I watch online, though, are usually negative. All the, what, hosting jobs? or the, No, no, the sorry. Clips? All the, like, crowd work-y type oh, things. Oh, the crowd work yeah. I kind of put those two things. Like, hosting, I do feel like you have to do a little bit of crowd work. Yeah. Just to make sure everyone's present. Yeah. Which is really the most There's important There's safe part. ways of doing it, though, too. Like, you'd be like, you guys are in a relationship. How long have you been together? Oh, five years. Did you propose? No. Well, this guy. You could do that stuff. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, safe enough where it's, like, you know, he know the guy knows like he should have proposed by yeah. now, so we could all get in on that together. Yeah, like you could give people digs. There are levels to the digs, and I think it's just a matter of finding that. Do you hear that, men? Yeah, you've Humza, been dating what, your what woman you, for five years. Humza, you've been with yours for six months. When are you proposing? Next month. Uh, a comic, up. a comic we know uh, was on a. I did. Uh, do you know Tiger Gal? Yeah. Yeah, I did Tiger's like roast. Last night? Last night, yeah. It How was, was it? I, I did well. I did well. But it, it was, I mean, I did a roast at the end. That guy throws it. I went to one show. Or he gets a million two. people out. Incredible crowds. Yeah. He jokes that, like, a lot of them are his, like, former Raya dates. But he legitimately has, like, ex-girlfriends there that just, like, love him as a person. And they, like, well, I feel like he just, he just has this, like. Uh, he has a bouncy good energy. Bouncy good energy, and he's just he's just in this stage where he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, we're gonna throw a great show. Yeah, yeah, no, he want. exudes the confidence to get people, and they yeah. show up. I think he he could start a cult if he wants, and they're gonna have a good time. Like, yeah. the show's one thing, but then afterwards, everyone's hanging. He gets good lineups. He had yeah. last night. He had Tyler. I didn't do the main stand up lineup. It was like people we know, like you, like me, Sean Malay, Noah, and yeah. like Tommy. Like, we just did a roast part at the end, but he had like Tyler Fisher, Marcus Monroe. Oh, some wow. He had like good people, like like really well established established people on the front end of it yeah um so no it was like you know he knows how to do it like yeah. he he well like he's had mark gagnon on a show he had Chris D on a show yeah. he did chelsea music hall like which oh, is wow. smart i'm trying to like do that too with lineups i'm trying to like pad a little bit like get you know a mixture of like people that are like doing it as long as we've been doing it and then getting like you know more established people yeah. too you know that that does help dude i whenever we were running shows i just went fully our level of comedy like a, yeah why what was your thinking on that i was just like if i'm gonna put in the effort to throw a show i want people i know to be on it i i respect that and i mean i wasn't selling shows off of a headliner but uh, we you, did book one headliner yeah and it didn't work out but like did they drop or yeah, something they drop. okay like how last minute like like 
two minutes before. Uh, that's horrible. I hate that. I mean, I have people drop. You know how it goes. It, yeah, it I mean, it happens. I like. I don't have any. But like, no, but that care. does like stink. But it was just like, thank God there was another comedian there, and we just threw him up, and he yeah. had a great set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was just like, yeah, great. No, but I, I do. You, do you think if you're producing going forward, would you try to like mix it, or do you still want to stick to that? Like, I'm gonna give my friends. I would rather just book five people I think are funny. Yeah. Because even Not when we did book people who are like media. past at clubs and stuff, yeah. a lot of times they use your stuff as like a mic, which is fine. I totally understand as a yeah. comedian, but also like, but there's a there's a little respect factor. Like you you like I want you to respect this a little more. You're saying. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like, oh, I just learned a lesson. I was like, oh, if I book somebody big, they're going to fuck around and like maybe have a bad set. Right. When if I book somebody at our level, they're going to try their hardest. And I know what they're going to do. Right. And so I can like cure. I felt like I could curate a little more. Yeah. Whenever I like. I agree with that. You know, they're going to want to bring yeah. their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I do a show, I mean, like when I do most shows in general, like I'm trying to bring it. I'm not trying to mess around too much. Yeah. Like one of my friends that you probably know, too, like he recently like. He was barking with me, and he did a say. He's like, "I'm doing everything new tonight," and I was just like, "Yo, they're like, you know, th- you know, I'm not saying where, or who, or what, but I was like, because there was also like one time somebody was like, yeah, like I want you guys to like bring it or whatever." And yeah, but uh, he, he was funny and he did well. But it was just one of those. I was like, "Yo, him admitting that out loud," and like I was like, "Oh, that was like bold," you know. Dude, but I also think that that there's different types of comics because I know comics that will go uh, purely off of their presence and energy and be funny yeah and then like for me i am just like i'm just material your material mostly i'm just i just write things that i think yeah. are funny and i try them and if they're funny i keep doing but them. that's fine like i feel like that's how mulaney mostly is he's a funny person and he can riff but like on stage he really doesn't do that Dude, what do you do you watch his new special yes i, I saw it in person before like the nine-year-old kid that he did crowd work with yeah natural Oh, uh, could be planted, right? No, but it was I, so good. Actually, I it was beli- so funny. I believe, I believe it was natural. I'm like, joking. I believe it. I believe either because way because he he like he has it, but you know, smartly. Like, I feel like he's very on the book mostly. Like, I think he's mostly a material the, guy. The and call back to our smartest nine year olds, and he said something like that. Well, I mean, I think he just knows his act well enough, and it's like you know the way I do it too is like <laughs> me and John Mulaney just one and the same. Uh, the the way I do it too is like. I try to like, you know, I stick to my material, but I like to riff within it. Like, you know, whatever. Of course. Yeah. Talking about like. I've never made a riff that clearly punchlined. Never, ever? I don't think so. I've When he said our, our in our best nine-year-old yeah. or whatever, I forgot exactly what the riff was. Yes. But it was just like so clean. Our brightest nine-year-old. Our or brightest nine-year-old. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I'm surprised I even remember anything ever. So I was Because it was such a clean riff. No, it, it was. so good. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's like simple is better. Like, you know, there was somebody in a show I did last week where like I was in the middle of a bit and it was flowing and it just got a laugh on one punchline and then like they spilled a beer on the ground and I was just like, oh, that's Amelia Earhart right there because I made an Amelia Earhart yeah, right. and people left. I was like, oh, like you know, in my head, like I could also be insecure be like, oh, I didn't think that was definitely, yeah. but like everybody left. I was like, oh, you know, I appreciate that. They they liked that we were in the room on that yeah, one, yeah, yeah. you know, so I'm sure you've had some good riffs. Give yourself credit. Thanks. Thanks. Come on. This is a new issue we're uncovering. We're 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 diving deep on this. Be good to yourself. Yeah, dude, my buddy put up this thing the other day, and I thought it was really good. So I, I actually have a joke about him. He's he went to MIT, and he's I love this guy. Is he Indian? 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, of course. MIT. Uh, okay. MIT. There's white people there too. I'm just yeah, kidding. I yeah. just wanted to yeah, I'm trying to get I'm true. trying to get racy here. Yeah, that is I'm true. Just kidding. But he's my friend. He's your friend, not mine. Um, yes. So he said that he put up this post. So he he quit doing tech, which is what he started with. And now he does career coaching. But he put something up the oh, other cool. day. Jay Shetty? No, but I, I don't listen to Jay Shetty, but I feel like I probably should. I did for a little bit. Um, but it said that he said a few different things he's been working on. And one of them was like, I want to be kinder to the person who I am when I am in conflict. And I was like, oh, that's a very nice thing to say to yourself. Yeah. Like, I want to be forgiving to the person who I am in conflict. Right. And I was like, oh, because like. I mean, if he falls short with people or if he thinks he's not dealing with it properly or something. Yeah. Like, or if you like come upon a conflict and you don't handle it perfectly. Yeah. Be forgiving to yourself. Oh, yeah. You're human. You should. Exactly. And there was other stuff where it's like he had some other ones, but that was the one that really stuck out to me where it was just like. Oh, you should. Because, like, sometimes I'll, like, think about conflicts that I had that I didn't handle perfectly. Yeah. For years. Of course. And it's just like, oh, no, just you handle it the way you did, and that's fine. It's over. Yeah. And move on, and, and you'll you'll handle it better next time. Also understand, it's very important that sometimes when you have conflict with people, you could be resolute and being like, I want to make this right. They might meet you halfway and say, okay, sure. They might hold on to a grudge. Or something, or they might have an opinion of you that you don't agree with. Yeah. But that's just on them, too. As yeah. long as you lead with the right intention and yeah. you, you're you focused on making things right. Like, yeah. you know, listen, I'm sure I have some unsolved things with people. Not even bad ones, just like things where, like, we left off, like, kind of ghosting each other and we just, like, never really fully dealt with our stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you just got to move on a little bit. Yeah. And if you see that, like, I think transparency, that's what's fun about stand-up is, like, you know, the best stuff I have is usually rooted in full truth. You know, I don't really have too many. I'm not Hassan Minajing out here. I'm You're like, oh, dude, you um, want to get into that? Let's fully get into that. That might generate some clips for us. What do you? <laughs> what do you? What do you? What's your thoughts? Um, I, I listen. I get where he's coming from, but I also think it's like I am on the train of like, okay, I hope he doesn't do more of that stuff because I think it's damaging. Here's the thing, you know, especially let's just talk about the prom date thing. Okay. Making up a story like that, like that's borderline volatile to do that. I think the anthrax thing is worse than the prom. Oh day. yeah, well uh, I mean yes, yeah. but also well let's do one at a time. We'll do that okay. and then okay, yeah, let's handle this one issue. Let's at do time. yes, Sorry, it's prom date. There are so many. The prom date thing. Basically, it's like if you don't know his, uh, he was asked this girl at prom. The real story is apparently she said no and they dealt with it a few days before prom but the story he told in his special was that like he showed up and she had another date because her parents didn't want her to go to prom with a brown guy right but when in reality this girl like the fact check when they did the article on Hasan Minaj they were like the fact check showed that like oh no she said no and she's also married to an Indian guy or whatever now um what are your thoughts on that I I okay so this is I think we need to start with the idea that like Hassan doesn't do, he doesn't do stand-up. Right. He's doing a one-man show. He's doing a one-man show. I think there's a... Do you think he's funny? I, okay. (laughs) 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 Uh, When he was on his come-up, I was the biggest Hassan Minaj fan. Yeah, okay. Like, I used to watch his Laugh Factory videos in, like, 2012. Like, when I was in college, I would watch Laugh Factory videos. I would watch... When he got his first Daily Show, when he got on the Daily Show, I was hyped. I watched, I literally was like waiting for his first Daily yeah. Show segment. Like, I was a big fan. Right. Homecoming King came out. I watched it. I thought it was incredible. 
Okay. I wasn't as big of a fan of the follow-up. Yeah. Which was, uh, what's the second piece called? The one, I don't know, there's like a lot of colors and PowerPoints going on. Yeah. So, so okay, point yeah. being is that he does more of a one-man show yes. than, than stand-up. Yes, yes. Um, Where do you stand on the authenticity of the story? The, I don't think you have to be authentic. Okay, I do yeah. think you have to make I it, agree with that. I do think you have to make it clear if you're not going to be authentic. Yeah, because he made it seem like facts, which is the problem. Which I have. is fine during the show. I, but I also think there are lines with that, too. Um, well, yes. Because if you're going to kind of damage someone's reputation, like he didn't say her name, he blurred her face, but there are people in the world who know who that person is. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And by the yeah. way, the idea he's trying to drive at, I understand because I know that people do experience racism. So like, yeah, the, which the I idea think, is I he's think driving at is fine. Is fine. That's good. Right. In this situation. But I, th- I think homecoming was really good. I think the issue is that he's attaching it to real situations that he's trying to pass as authentic. Well, I think that that's good to write about because that's how it's going to be good is when you attach it to a real situation. Like getting right. said no at prom. Yes. He might have thought in his mind where it's like the emotional. Oh, well, I was friends with this girl. Right. And we enjoyed each other. Like, why did she say no? Like the only thing that might have made sense to him. Right. Is that it was a race thing. Right. So it's like, OK, you write that story. Right. That I think is like a fine. That's fine. Thing yeah. To write. Totally. It sucks that she got death threats like that's horrible. Right. And he probably should have done a better job. Right. Well, did he now clarify for me? Because I also. I did not read the article. I just oh, yeah. heard about it. But like the way like I listened to like Akash and Schultz talk about yeah. it. I said the Indian guy first so that I sounded like I'm on the right side of history. But also with them <laughs> smart. But um with them talking about it, they made it sound like he made up the fact that like he showed up at the door and she, did yeah. he say that? Which, in which I think that part's fine too. Because that's okay. storytelling. Right. She said I, I no three days before he said he saw her at the door. It was it was to evoke an emotional response, which is manipulative. Right. I, but I that's where like, listen, I don't I don't indict him for like trying that or whatever. I understand where he's coming from doing that. I do think that is a more clear, slippery slope. And I will say this. My opinion will change tomorrow on this. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that I don't think he is doing stand-up per se i think he is doing a one-man show that is funny and i think that there's right. a little bit of difference in that yeah like i think he starts with like telling a story yeah and making a point and wants to be funny while he does it right but i do think that you should be clear that you are not telling full truths i agree that's the main thing i think if you do that how do you think he could do that though well during the, the i don't think he has to say it during the show Right. You I think during interviews and stuff, you need to be like upfront and clear. Be like, yeah, you know, like this was rooted in my life, but it is not all factually true. And I agree that would be the healthiest thing to do. However, I think somebody who's going to fabricate to the extent that he did it. And look, other comics have. He's not the only person to ever do this. Absolutely. But the way he presented it in the way like it feels like, you know, he's very charismatic. Well, and like there's something to it where it's like it feels like it's like full truth, you know also misleading because he works for a show that reports the news that's the main thing i think that's that's one of the like and if congratulations on daily show that's amazing yes but that's it's just a thing you have to be and to be fair nobody else has ever been held to this standard that he's being held to you think who else has ever well but i but i think that's the main thing is like because he deals with like the news stuff that's where it gets iffy but even even 
every stand-up that has ever been on The Daily Show, yes. has anyone looked through all of their stories? I think Trevor Noah, if something happened where Trevor Noah did the same thing, even Jon Stewart, I think if they fabricated a story similarly... Yeah, the two hosts. Yes. The two hosts. Right, them. So, like... I think they would be held to the same standard. I guess what I'm saying is, like, to. there's been Well, they put him on that echelon, though. They, I think they put Hassan as somebody who could have been a front-runner for it, or could yeah. still be. Still you know, that's why, like, he's seen... He's... Of all the correspondents, I mean, even Ronnie Chang's super successful selling out arenas and stuff. I think Hassan's looked at as, like, the most successful one, so he's yeah. put up to that plateau. I agree, know? but I think a lot of his success is because he made these... And and I'm not saying it's okay, because I really don't know. Right. That's no, I, I respect it. Is like, opinion, yeah. like, I guess when it came to Homecoming King, I related to the story, so I right. was like, great, this is a great story. Well, that's a you good thing. Funny. Yeah. But with, what's the second one called? This is going to bother I me. I don't, I'm not going to lie, like, I, I, I'm just not, like, I think he's smart and good and stuff, and I'm sure yeah. he's been, I just, I've never gotten into him too much, so I don't really even know. But there's a so okay we did the the homecoming story where he asked the girl to prom yes okay fine okay there's the, that the one about his daughter the anthrax and thing. the anthrax thing yes to me it seemed a little like self indulgent of course because yeah. he was like I was fighting Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia attacked my family and it almost killed my family and my right. wife said that like if you ever put this family in jeopardy I will leave you and it was like intense and you're yeah. like oh my god this guy's been through so much right. And then it turned out to be fake. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Homecoming King was, like, definitely a lot. But it wasn't, oh, my God, my baby is going to die. No, that's dramatic. And now, also with that, give me the fact check of the situation, if you're aware of it. Did he just fully make that up? The whole thing where he got, like, anthrax in the mail and the baby almost snorted and it? What he said is that he tried to in invite MBS to an interview or whatever. And I think they got something with powder in it. But nobody can fact check that so he's saying he got something with it's powder. like a personal piece of mail and they said that nobody at the right. daily show can like confirmed it right um so who knows but his baby wasn't around it but his baby did not go to the hospital and he made that seem like the case which is the most emotional of truth but also like okay but emotional truth make like it clear that this didn't actually happen so that we don't actually fear for your actual like a baby, family like a baby almost died yeah yeah, no, that I think that's It seems like a movie. Well. He essentially made a movie. He did, but but passing it Past is like that the yeah, the problem story. is he gives it a gravity that makes it feel like it's yeah. the full truth. Like and when comics make things up though, like they usually do it in a way where you really wouldn't know or care to know almost. Or it's that's funny. the thing. Or it's funny. Well, that's the thing. Or it's funny. Yeah. But uh, to me, my main thing is like if somebody makes up a story, most of the time I don't see it as this big gravitas filled venture where like I need to be that invested. But in. But I it. guess for some reason, the one about the girl who denied him because of a race issue, which is a real thing. That's a real thing. That affects more than just him. The thing about Saudi Arabia and him talking shit to them and him having to deal with the consequences, you know, you're making that up about just you. Of course. That doesn't affect anyone else in the community. But what I argue is that one, it's like, that's just weird, that one. Yeah, exactly. I, but I, I don't, I think the one with the girl, you know, I, not that I could have predicted this, but like, you know, that she got death threats. There's like, you could attach that to a real person so easily. If you Correct. do something that serious, because look, c calling someone racist is serious. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and it's bad. But I guess if she was, is, I don't blame him at all. That know? story, like like dealing with race in relationships, is it's something true. that is that exists true in America. And oh like yeah, relatable sure. amongst at least people for sure. 
But he could have talked about it without making up certain elements of it. And it would have still been powerful. Yeah. You yeah, know, like like sure. you said, he could have talked about the whole process of like, well, do you think it's because her parents didn't want her to be? Yeah. He could have talked about all of that. Yeah. It would be so valid still. Yeah. It'd be, but I understand. I also, and I empathize with him. Like, I'm sure he saw that as a juicy detail. Like, oh my God, this will really put it over the top. Yeah. I get that. I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad person for doing any of this stuff. I don't think he's a bad person, but it does cause a lot of distrust. In, in of course. Someone that cares more about the emotional truth than the actual truth, especially when you work for a, a show that reports Yeah, because there are lower stakes you could. I mean, it's the same argument. Yeah. Like if Fox News used that or CNN or whoever, and you'd they get will. mad at them. Yeah, and they probably do and they will. You know, <laughs> but, but again, it's like, you know, you, there's yeah. a weird blurry line I with comedy. either of them covered that story. The Hassan story? Yeah, the emotional truth. 100%. Because they're emotional truth people. We were talking about Hassan. We, we, we mostly covered it, I think. But Yeah. I, what, what, are you, what are your closing remarks? I, my closing remarks <laughs> is that I don't think he's... This is First of all, in the grand scheme of things, this is not that big of a deal. It's not. This is a conversation that, that somebody wanted to have about comedy and the way we intake storytelling. Yeah. I think it's an interesting and worthy conversation. Interesting and worthy conversation. It'll pass. And it sucks that Hassan had to be the guy... To get, you know, like, be the example. He was getting the most flack. But he also, somebody was going to be it. Somebody was going to be He just happened it. to be the person. Because it's, it's abstract until you see it happen. Yeah, yeah. And now we have concrete thing to talk about. Yeah. And while I don't think it's great, I don't think it's something irredeemable, unredeemable. Oh, yeah. I, what I think and I hope for, I think he could do a great stand-up special in response yeah. to this. Yeah. Talking about the truth. Yeah. You know, like, like he, if he's self-deprecative, like, I mean, yeah. I think he would gain even like, a fan in me because I'm sh- he's smart enough. He'll make great material off that. And again, for some reason, I guess the one thing I've thought about it w- that came to me during this podcast was like, I don't hate when it was relatable to everyone. I didn't love when it was just like this weird fantasy of like, oh, my family was under attack. And like yeah. I, I thought that, I think that part is weird. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Do you ever like think about worst case scenarios and just like live in that for a little bit? I daydream about being a victim all day. I, <laughs> all day. That's I, all I, I daydream about the victimhood a little bit. I've been having this thing recently. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, where like I daydream about st- stopping a terrorist attack oh and then God. it propels my stand-up comedy career. I, I just I get Mark injured. I Wahlberg all the time. You, you what? If I was on that plane, uh, yeah. nothing would have happened. I would have fought all nine Oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. You wake up at 3 a.m., you bless yourself, and then you go stop I would have, a terrorist I would have stopped the hijacking on one plane yes. and then, and then, jump, to the and other then one? jump to the other plane. I yeah, yeah, went you have Tom cruised it? I would have Tom Cruise. That I would have. I would have saved. All My of them. thing is, I see myself in like the Columbus Circle subway station, and like somebody's running through with a gun. It of course jams up. Nobody gets hurt. Then they graze me on my arm. I tackle them. The SWAT team comes. They get yeah. them. And then I go on Marin and Rogan. I bridge that gap. Yep. I get Oasis back together. I bridge that Wait, gap. Wait, is there beef between Marin and Rogan? Like kind of. It's just like they I don't think they don't actively fight. It's just like, you know, Marin's way more liberal and Rogan sways more towards the Republicans. He's yeah. not, you know, he's more of a moderate on paper, but you know, like he's yeah, more he towards that. He way. moved to Texas. He, he moved is. to Texas, and uh, it, you know, whatever. He's got, you know. Anyway, they basically, I think, you know, especially with COVID, I think that's when it came to a head. Like they were always like kind of cool with each other. I think they kind of like drifted further apart with the yeah. COVID stuff and yeah. all the vaccine things. Because 
I've heard like mostly Marin being like vocal about it. Like I feel like in there's certain comics who they believe in their ideologies, man, and oh, they really? just think that they could shoot some poison spray into their arm and that they're, they're good. They have their nectars. You know, he says that stuff. So it's like he's referencing someone specific. Oh, know? I've never. I, I don't. Listen I listen to. to I listen to kind of both. I I listen to Marin when there's someone I'm interested, in, and then I'll yeah. listen to Rogan if there's a comic on that I'm interested. Yeah. In. You know, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not married to those podcasts, I need but to check out Marin again. They're good at what they do. The only Mark Marin podcast I've listened to, or I've listened to like two or three, but yeah. the one that sticks out to me was when he interviewed Eric Andre. Oh yeah, Did you listen to that one? I probably have. He talks about this time where Recent? I guess him and Eric Andre didn't like each other for a long time. Really? Oh, they squashed beef. They literally, he was like, it was at a mic or something where Eric Andre was just like about to come up, and Mark Marin was going to introduce him. He's like, this fucking kid is so annoying. And I like that's a bad like ta- intro. Just like talking shit. Bad intro. And then brought him up because I guess they had one like minimally bad interaction. Oh uh, yeah. And like ever that. since then, Eric Andre was like, "Why the fuck does this guy hate me?" Or whatever. Yeah, but that's I mean, the one thing I'll give Marin credit for is like he says like he's like, "Yeah, I could be weird with people sometimes. Like I yeah. could be bad to people." So it's good to yeah. be like. And aware he was saying he was in like a destructive time and of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like. Yeah, but that's why yeah. I like. I mean, you know, they they're both really good podcasters. What podcast do you listen to other than mine religiously? I obviously. Flagrant, I like Flagrant. Um, I listened to the whole Hassan thing. It was interesting because Akash apparently doesn't like Hassan. Yeah, well, he was saying that, like, and you listened to the episode, too, but yeah. for anybody who hasn't listened, like, how they would hang out. He was like, dude, he told me that story at a diner in, like, yeah. 2012. Yeah. <laughs> and Andrew was, was like, like yo, he was time. working it out. He yeah, was trying to <laughs> That's so funny. But Akash has this whole thing about, like, not being a victim, which I, I can get. But it's also, like, you have to understand that there are times where it's, like, yeah. Things do happen. Right. I, I respect both sides. I, that's yeah. his way of dealing with things. Yeah. And then other people want to be like, oh, let's acknowledge like stuff we've had yeah. to. But it does suck whenever it's like it's your entire thing and then it turns out to not be true. It's like that sucks. Well, yeah. I mean, that's part of I mean, just me speaking candidly. That's part of why I didn't like Hassan as much. Like mm-hmm. there are a bunch of Indian comics I love. I love Nimesh. I love yeah. Akash. Um, just for different reasons. There are different styles. I love Hamza. Uh, I love Hamza Chowdhury. Like, there are a lot of Indian comics, you know, like, especially Hamza. But Pakistani, but yeah. Keep Pakistani. Going. Oh. <laughs> I'm South Asian. Okay, yes. But part, partition, right? That was, that was a thing. It could have been Indian. Driver, the partition, please. Yes, I was... By the way, I planned earlier because I was like, I forgot if you were Indian or Pakistani. Pakistani. Now I know. Yeah. And I was going to be like, draw that up the partition, please. <laughs> Tishim, please. All right. Anyway, now I have confirmation. Am I red? I'm Irish. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, with Hassan, his thing is like the preachiness. I kind of never liked that much, which I don't blame him. Yeah. Like, he, he has good presentation. I like look at him. I'm like, I respect this guy. You know, he's good. He's smart. But I'm like, eh, just not my style. I so when I was talking about how I used to watch his Laugh Factory videos, yeah. Back in like 2012, they used to do Laugh Factory used to put up videos on YouTube so you could watch free stand up. And I remember there was one specifically where I was like this guy gets it. And he said something where he says that when he visits his cousins back home, he's like the cousin, the rapper that made it. Right. Due to no that's funny. thing that he did. That's funny. Yeah. And he called it the genetic lottery, which I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but he was just like, I'm just so happy to be the one that was born from my dad. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so smart. I got to live in America, and you guys live in India or Pakistan or wherever. Right. And it's like, I just got lucky. Yeah. And so it's like, that's I remember identifying with that so much. Yeah. But now, 
dude, who even knows if he's Indian at dude, this point? Dude, honestly, he's probably Italian. He's pro- <laughs> he's probably Italian. I think Hasan Minaj is Italian. Hasan Minaj. His next special is going to be like, uh, bring <laughs> me the tikka masala. Mama what, if, what if he was a guy doing brown face this whole time? Yo, imagine his next special. He Sammy Sosa's it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's going to be like doing a little. He's going to go up on stage at radio. So he just be like. <laughs> or, or whatever. Hassan Minaj, white, Caucasian comedian. Yes. No, I I hope he does okay. Like he'll he'll be fine. But I, I this is the thing is Hassan is very smart. He'll be fine. Yeah. You know I saw another. There have been worse controversies in comedy in the last absolutely two years even. You know. Um. My thing is that he does seem very. Uh, I don't want to say arrogance, not like self. Like I think he has a high opinion of himself. Opinion of himself. No, and listen, he's like a good-looking guy. He's like striking. Great hair. He has great hair, striking features. The symmetry's on point. Yeah. He, when you're hot like that, like there are levels of hot. He's the kind of hot where, like, his whole life, he's probably been like, oh yeah, like they're telling me I'm the man. I have to be the man. And yeah, I, I, think, I don't know if I, I, be- he, I don't know if I agree with that. No, but I I don't think he's doing. He doesn't do it in the worst way. I yeah. respect the way he does. I think it. he's hot enough to be hot once you know he's hot. But yeah. I don't think that he like in high school would have been a hot guy. Like I don't no. think people would have been like. Oh, well, I don't know the makeup sad. of his high school either. Like I don't know. Like was yeah. he a cool guy in high school? Did he develop into who he is, or That's was he question. born the way? Like, do you think he was like a child, like going to his dad, like dad? The geopolitical spectrum of this lunch you nah, just packed nah, me nah. is like. <laughs> I think, so if you if you followed his career before he got the Daily Show, the reason, in my opinion, he got the Daily Show is they used to do this thing called goat comedy and it was like four brown comedians in LA at the yeah. time made a little comedy troupe it was him Asif Ali oh fuck i'm blanking on the other two are they it's people weird. i would know or like uh, Asif Ali is is a big comedian he's like a comedy I, store guy i've heard of him but um, i don't know him way too well i'm blanking on his name he just has a he just put out a special at the comedy store called hat trick it starts with an f it's going to kill me anyways um they put out, and then there was one other comedian. They we had like a thing called Goatface Comedy, where they'd put out videos and sketches. But yeah. he did one specifically, and it was called The Truth with Hassan Minaj, yeah. where he would take one subject and he'd break it down. Like for example, he did. Did you ever see Ashton Kutcher's Pop Chip commercial? Mm, no. Oh, oh, uh, no. Essentially, he does brownface in the commercial. That's Ashton Kutcher's done brownface. Yeah. Wow, that's not a good parlay with what just happened with the Danny Masterson thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> he's made some questionable. But yeah, I um, feel I feel for him on that. I don't know why they did that, but I you know the Danny Masterson thing. Yeah, because they were friends. That's why I did it. No, I yeah, and but I, they were friends, and he didn't. He was like, I'm helping my friend. Right, but we, like you know, he does all the human trafficking work and stuff. So like, he's helping sex workers. Yeah, that's like his livelihood almost. Yeah, like. but I don't think he does that. Is that bad? I think he's invested in companies that are like, hey, well, this you know, is but be like, a PR like, thing. but yeah, like I just, but in considering his association with that, I'm surprised. Yeah. I again, I don't friends. think those were the two of the same parts that were working. They're if that not. makes sense. Of, no, no. of Ashton Kutcher, the company. Of course, of course. Does that make sense? Like, I think that no, just because of his association. That's the only reason. Yeah, I was like, you know, sex workers being taken advantage of, and that thing, women being taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah. but again, sorry, I kind of interrupted you a little um, bit. What was I saying? You're talking about the the thing in L.A. he was doing, Hassan, the collective. Yeah, he did a thing called he broke Truth with Hassan Minaj, and he would just take one subject and break it down a lot. And I think that those videos got him The Daily Show. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. No, but by the way, like, I mean, you know, I'm not saying he's an unfunny guy. I just haven't watched enough of him to form a full opinion of his comedy. He used to be very good at stand-up. But I, I'm sure he's great. And, like, that, what you just told me about, like, the, geneti- the genetic lottery. Even Homecoming yeah. King. Homecoming King is amazing to is me. That, did he least. film that one at Radio City or is that a different one? Or did he do that in California? I don't remember. Where he I did forget. It. Um, no, but I, I hope he bounces back. Like It's the kind of situation where I hope... It's you know, bother me if I can't think of his other special. Look, look it up. I, I hope he bounces back. Like I'm not in. I'm not of the ilk of wanting him to fail or demise. You know, like even if he's not yeah. like my full cup of tea of comic. I want I, I I would like to see him come out and just like straight up do a special. That like you know, listen. There's a cohesiveness to an hour. Yeah, King's he, Jester. I a King's Jester. There. Selfishly, I would like him to like. Do blowout event like big show, one of the big venues, and like which, yeah, and like and just like do the hour, like you know, it could be self-deprecating. He'd have sections. He could still do political stuff or whatever he does, but like, you know, that's the thing too. Is like, yeah, that's kind of it. That's my that's kind of my opinion on him. I think I think the way to do this is like yeah, because. Even, even in the article, he explains himself, and the person doesn't give him a lot of space to do so. Is that he says that he thinks that these emotional truths are more important than the actual truth? Yeah, and it's like okay, but also that is like a manipulation of of yes. something. But it's like okay, well, I want to hear everything from your side because not only was there like you doing this one man show, which is uh, again, Homecoming King is like amazing, yeah. in my opinion. And so it's like, great. Okay, emotional truths worked. They they told the story. They made us laugh. They made us feel sad. And you told your story. Yeah. Or maybe our story in this case. That's great. But, like, whenever someone interviewed you about it, why did you still pretend like it was real? That's the thing. That's there's a, the there's a There's an odd delusion and to that. You can say, I didn't know how to handle it. You can say, that's honest. I, fa- I, I wanted people to to believe so you can be like i was wrong for doing that's the right where it's like do you think he's had an opportunity or do you think he's just waiting to do that i think that'll be his next special yeah i I don't know what you were saying is i hope that that's his next special i agree with what you're saying and i hope that he does that something yeah it would be weird if he somehow just like ignores that which i don't think he will i think he would have to No, but i think he's going on tour soon yeah which is uh, he's probably got to start rewriting his act. Probably gonna rewrite like everything, because <laughs> he he's like, yo, I had this whole new chunk about the prom girl. Yo, it's gonna yeah. be it's yeah, gonna go. like that bitch. Yo, Anthrax Part Two. Let's <laughs> go. It's <laughs> like, so, yo, my baby barely made it out the the second part and of my like, act. It's like it's just like the Matrix, but he's Neo. Is <laughs> 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 next special. <laughs> oh man, no! I, I'm rooting for him. I want him to bounce back yeah. again. You, that's a, that'd be a good redemption story. Like you know. Any any of the stuff, Aziz, you know, Louis. If things get weird with the Louis thing, like yeah. I, I listen, I think Louis's done apology tours, and you know, it's like how much can he do? Some women are always going to see him a certain way. I don't blame them. That's their experience. That's fine. Like, but yeah. uh, you know, I don't think people should be damned to hell for certain things. Like, I think yeah, you know, it's like certain things are unforgivable. Like Harvey Weinstein stuff is unforgivable. That level is unforgivable, and then I think other things are like you know Cosby. If, if well, Cosby's unforgivable. Like that's just 
there I have no room or time for that. Bad guy, yeah. And because I matter, like they they care about my opinion so yep. much. Yep. Because I'm a woman. They're gonna watch this podcast. I'm a woman oh. in America, and they're gonna hone into this section and be like, exactly. They're happy that I he can't wait to get canceled off of this podcast. Oh, same. And like, did you hear what he said about the Incredible Hulk? Dude, literally, I just want some form of attention so that <laughs> we can sell tickets one day. Let's do it. Yeah, dude, this is random, but great yeah. pair of shoes right there. Which ones? Brand those, new? those are yeah running shoes. They're out of frame, but they basically they're Adidas running shoes that Hamza is commenting they're on. Hamza is Pakistani, by the way. Yep. Um, uh, my cousins made those. They hopefully did. sewed those together. That's why they're giving me good luck. Yep. Uh, they're they're actually not great arch support, but mm. um, you know, tell them to step I'll, it up. I'll call them. Yeah, call them up. You you hit the genetic lottery here in America this on my podcast. True. I did hit the genetic lottery. They have to be making Adidas Dude, shoes. And can you imagine learning a new language and moving to another country? And working in that language. Yeah. And the people don't like you because you're here. Right. Well, you're forced into a situation where you Sometimes. just have to work harder. And, yeah. you know, it's like that's what's impressive is like you could get soft not having to do that. So people who have to do that, it's like impressive, like the fortitude they've built up. Crazy. Or are your parents from Pakistan or from yeah. here? Pakistan. They are? Yeah. When did they come here? In the 80s. 80s? Oh, yeah, okay. Mid to late. Yeah. Nice. My dad came to, uh, he got his MBA. Did they come together or like worked like You know, separate? I should know this. You and don't? I, and I don't. Do they meet there or here? My dad, my dad, I think, and my mom met in Saudi Arabia. Oh, cool. And then my dad was like, I'm going to go to America and get an MBA and start a life there. Do you nice. want to come with me? You know, my parents knew each other for two weeks before they got married. Yeah. Or before they decided. This is not a Pakistani joke, but since you said Saudi Arabia, I was going to be like, did they fly here on their magic carpet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. Not a Pakistani. They, they rode magic carpet airlines. I am. I'm geographically accurate. That's just yes. the Middle East. It, it, they Aladdin flew joke. from Agrabah to. Uh, Agrabah is oh, that in Saudi Arabia? Agrabah is not a made-up place in Aladdin. Oh, see, th- I yeah. didn't even know my Aladdin <laughs> history. I just know that there's a carpet involved. I think it's. I think it's I've seen up. it. Yeah, but I know Agrabah is a thing. It sounds like a real place. It sounds real. Yeah. Agrabah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of just some Disney writer being like, I don't know, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a white guy in Orlando. <laughs> He's like, I want to go to the Middle East. Let me just call should we call the city. Should we, should we go with Jeddah? And they're like, I don't know. That doesn't. What about something more Arab sounding like? Uh, <laughs> it sounds like algebra, but like the, the, yeah, the yeah. yeah, like the precursor to it. Yeah. Just make something up. It doesn't matter. What size foot are you? Not you think to, my foot's in frame right now? I uh, hope so. Well, we we that's for the Patreon, but uh, now it's in frame. I'm maybe part of it. I'm a size twelve. Let's I'm compete. A, I'm a I'm a eleven and a half, twelve. You look r- you look right about similar. Yeah. Good arch. Good arch. Good arch. Yeah, yeah. You I've been like told I have flat feet. No, I think you have pretty archy feet. I think sometimes podiatrists just be saying. You shit. have Nate Archibalds right there. I think they just be saying. Look at these Bombas though. Bombas, the com- comfy wumpy. That's a that's a nice sock. Nice. Yeah. We're getting tired. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, dude, Hamza Chowdhury, Pakistani, not Indian. Thanks so much. One of my favorite comics. Go follow him on Instagram. At humz.ah. Yep. There we go. He has the dot. That's right. You have the dot in it. Um, thanks for doing the show, dude. I'm really appreciative and happy you did it. I loved being here. This was the easiest show. He's I had a long done. day. He hasn't I seen his a, girlfriend I in a week, and uh, they'll be reunited in Morocco. So, cheers. That's it. Thanks.